Welcome everyone to the Ovet Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Chaf Aleph. We will begin on Daf Chaf Amar Bet Four lines from the bottom. Says the Gemara. We were talking before about a takala, which means if you leave the wine or the oil in your house for too long, we're afraid that someone, this is Tameh Truma wine, and we're afraid that someone might come to take a drink from it. And the rabbis are worried that you can't leave it in your house because someone could drink from it. This idea of takala, that maybe something wrong will happen while you're storing something, is actually Mishnah. <coughs> And a brighter, chavicha, and if you have a barrel of wine, according to Bet Shemai, pour it out as one, meaning pour the whole thing out in, in mass. Bet Shemai lets you sprinkle on the floor. He's not worried, you're going to mess it up. Rabbi Shemel Yossi says, I hold, I can be machriya, which means I can decide. I'm going to say, <coughs> if you're in a field where you have to still walk the whole thing home, it's not fit where you are, because no one does ziluf to air freshen a field, and you have to carry it home, we're worried that maybe you're going to drink it, that's when you should pour it out, Chevel. If you buy it, and if it happens, they got to man the house, then you can do Ziluf, because it's ready to use right away. That's, a, that's the, the Hachra'ah of Rishmael Birosi, according to one opinion. Ikadami, according to the second opinion, the Hachra'ah is like this. Bachadash, if it's talking about new wine, then you should pour it, because you have to wait till it gets old before you're able to use it. Biyashan, if it's old, Taz says, look, you can make Ziluf, according to this, it sounds like it's okay to store it, as long as it's instantly available for Ziluf, it's okay. Amalullah, the rabbis told this rabbi who thought he was coming to make a difference in Bechamayim Betelel, and Hachalat Shishit Mechalat, you have a third opinion, and Bet Shemayim and Betel won't agree with you, and therefore we don't call you a hachra'ah in between, because you don't reckon with Bet Shemayim at all. You owe, you're always... Bet Shemayim never ever lets do, storing anything, and you're allowing storing at least in the city, or at least in a time when it's ready to use. This, this that we said that you're allowed to catch the wine that's coming from the upper gut to the lower gut, the truma wine, which is about to get tamer as it goes, and you're allowed to do it in a vessel that is tamer. That's only if it falls into Pachon Me'asa'ah, if it falls into less than 100 Sa'ah. That's when there's a Machloka whether you can catch it in Tameh. Chulin, Tameen. Avonaflala Me'ah, Chulin, Tameen. But if it's falling into a, a Kamut of over 100 times how much it's going in, everyone agrees you're not allowed to catch it in a Tameh thing. Right on Riyad. Everyone agrees that you can only save it if you can do it, but otherwise you let it drip. You know why? Because in that case, it's batel. Chuma is batel in a hundred, and therefore if you have at least a hundred times the barrel, everyone agrees...
that you let it fall and you don't do it by hand. Says the Gemara, Hi, Modeh Rabbi Ezra, Rabbi Yeshua, Modeh Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Ezra, Rabbi We have it backwards. It's Rabbi Yeshua, Modeh Rabbi Ezra, not the other way around. Our Rabbi Rabbi says, Epoch, flip it. Rabbi Huna, Rabbi Yeshua, Amar, don't flip it. How come I see here what we're dealing with? The reason why it's the other way around, because this Kelly was not fully Tameh. Only the outside was Tameh, and the inside was not. So the question is, do we worry that maybe it'll spill on the outside and fall in and get Tameh? Because the inside is Tahor. You might have thought that you have to be worried that maybe it'll fall on the outside and come to the inside and make it tamer. We're not worried about that. Hadran Allah, Orla Basar. We just finished with We'll come back to Orla Basar. Says the new Mishnah, new Perek, Rabotai. Um. We have to go on to more Pesach stuff and less Kodashim stuff. And any hour that you're able to eat chabetz, you could feed the chabetz to your animal. Not only to your domesticated animal, also to a wild animal, also to a bird. Also sell it to a goy during that time. Once the time passed, one of the ways you're not allowed to have Hana'ah is that you're not allowed to use it as fuel for your fireplace. Food could be sometimes be a fuel if it's dry. You're not allowed to use it as fuel either. Says Graf further. Now we have another Machloket. Ruida says the only way to do Birur Hametz is by burning. Another way to do it is by scattering it in crumbs to the wind, or or you could throw it without putting it in, without crumbling it, you could throw it into the sea, that's also okay. Says the Gemara. Okay, the Gemara says as follows. Why does the Gemara say? Why does the Mishnah say that any time that you're allowed to eat, you're allowed to feed to your animals? The implication is, if you're not allowed to eat, then then you're not allowed to feed your animals. And that's not true. That's only true according to one opinion. That seems to teach us that a Mishnah cannot be a Ruda in the first Perek. Because according to Bikiva, the fifth hour of the day is the time when you're not allowed to be Ochel, you're not allowed to eat, Rabbi Huda holds. But he agrees that you're allowed to feed and you're allowed to have an how do we know? It's not we went to the Mishnah. We said before, Remer, Omer, Ochim Kol Chamesh, Remer says that you can eat the whole fifth hour and you burn in the beginning of the sixth hour. So according to him, the fifth hour is an eating time. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Ochim Kol Arbiki, only the, four, the whole fourth hour, Tolim Kol Chamesh, and you could, and the whole fifth hour, Tolim, you're not allowed to eat at all. You have to just wait and do nothing. Vesolim Bichadash, and you only not have an eye, you have to burn on the sixth hour. So you see that Rabbi Yehuda holds that 
Rabbi Yehuda holds that in the fifth hour, you're not allowed to eat it. And yet, he allows you to have Hana till the sixth hour. And therefore, our Mishnah, which is saying, Kol Ma'achil, cannot have been Rabbi Yehuda writing it. The Gemara question is back. So it can't be Rabbi Yehuda, and you're implying that it fits like Rameer? Rameer? He, you want to say Rameer? Hai Kol Ma'achil. Why does he mutal any time that you're allowed to eat machil? Any time that you mutar lechol, the word mutar is extra. Kosha shochel machil. You shouldn't say mutar lechol. Should say ochel mi Because the word mutar lechol sounds like other people could eat. Mutar means somebody could eat. If you, when you're the one who's allowed to eat, it would say kosha shochel. Our Mishnah was written by Rabban Gamliel, who's the third opinion involved in the situation. We mentioned him in the last parak too. What does Rabban Gamliel say? Rabban Gamliel Chulin can be in the whole fourth hour. Tiruma can be in Kol Chamesh the whole fifth hour. Visorfim Tchalchesh you can burn it in the beginning of the sixth hour. Halchikamar, this is what we meant to say. Kol now, according to Rabban Gamliel, a uh, regular Jew eating chulin only the fourth hour. Truma, a Kohen who's eating Truma and getting rid of Truma, he's allowed to do that even in the fifth hour, one hour later. The Sorfin, you can burn with Chachesh only beginning of the sixth hour, like everyone else says. So, according to him, this anytime that anyone could eat, meaning even a Kohen, that's when Yisrael could feed the Truma to his animal, meaning during the fifth hour, Yisrael could feed his animal. Now the Gemara asks, okay, so therefore we're still saying, and he's saying that as long as the Kohen can eat, the Yisrael is allowed to feed his animals and use, have Hana'ah from his Chametz. Says Gemara, it's superfluous. Why should the Mishnah have to say an animal and a wild animal? Same thing. Gemara says, I need both. The e tarbeima had it only wrote beima. The e mashadia chazia. The reason, if it only wrote beima and not chaya, I would have said, oh, only beima you're allowed to do and not chaya. Why? Because the beima, if it leaves anything over, chazia, you're going to see it, and therefore you'll get rid of it. Alo chaya the e mashadia kamatznale. But a chaya that if that since chaya wild animals are since they don't. They don't normally get fed by humans. They normally have a habit of hiding their food. And if you give them a chaya chametz, you would, if the Mishnah would have only said you're allowed to give behemah, I would assume that you're not allowed to give a chaya because you might hide it and then you'll be owning chametz that's hidden. That's why I have to say chaya also. So let them only say chaya. But if only say chaya, I would have said no. I would say chaya is okay. I would say chaya I would say the reason why you let have a chaya is because if the chaya leaves anything over, at least he'll hide it so you won't come to eat it. Sometimes it'll leave it over and you won't be looking. Of course, you'll see it if you look, but because it's not going to hide it, but you won't be looking. And I would think that you'll be over by by the fact that it's around and you didn't get rid of it. And my law, so had it only said. Chaya, I would think animals know. So tzrichas, we need both. So we need both. The morning now asks, okay, you pre- you proved me why you need behemah and chaya. Or fourth, lamely, why don't need to mention 
or fought birds. Says the Gemara, oh, you're right, we didn't need birds. But I didn't tell him, once you mentioned the Chaya and Bema, we said, oh, fought also, because that's the, that's the third category. The Mishnah says in Mokron, I think that you can let it sell it to a Goy. Pshita, of course you can sell it to a Goy. If you let it or not, why can't you sell it to a Goy? Mar says, no, you might have thunk not. La Fukim Tana. You think it's going against the following Brighta. Tanya will enter the Brighta, and Betchemai and Betchemai holds. Loyim Kur Adam Chamtol and Nochi Elm Kenyodea Boshe Sheikhlecham Sheikhlekon and Pesach. You only let a sell Chamets to go according to Betchemai before Pesach, even though it's not Pesach time. If the Goy has not enough time to get rid of it before Pesach, then you can't sell to a Goy, according to Betchemai. Betelel, I mean, Betelel says, Anytime you can eat, you let it sell it to a goy. And we don't care if you can finish it before and it's not yours anyway. Betelah doesn't care. If you sure, if you have Betelah holds, if you have Betelah says, Kutach, if you have this Kutach dip, a Kutach dip is a chametz dip that's made of breadcrumbs together with spoiled milk. Now, this spoiled milk is not used, not drunk straight, it'll, it'll kill you if you drink it straight. But you dip your pita into some kind of sharp thing over here. So it's for dipping in pita, and therefore, since it's only a dip, I guess it's not, it's not a perishable item. It lasts a long time. People keep it in kudach for a long time. And therefore, since it normally has a very long shelf life, Rabbi Yudamitana says, Even if you're 30 days before Pesach, and you're only selling a little bit of kudach, since kudach, a little bit of kudach can last you 30 days at least, Therefore, even though you could theoretically eat it faster, he holds a little like Betchabai that you're not allowed to sell a kuta up to 30 days before, and because it's something that so, has such a long shelf life, people leave it for so long. And you eat it so slowly. Says the Mishnah, Mutar during this time, persons that have benefit Pshita, of course, you have a benefit. We told you. From beforehand, that, that, that as long as you're allowed to eat, you're allowed to feed your animal. If you're allowed to feed my animal, of course I'm allowed to have an from it. Says back, no. We're talking about a specific case here. You're right, of course we know that you're allowed to have an But we want, you might have thunk. This is talking about a special case that a guy burnt his bread. According to his man, before the Isur. Kamash, I'm coming to tell you here. When, when we tell you let it enjoy it, we're not just telling you let it enjoy it, even at the time we were talking about till now, which is during the time when you're not allowed to eat it. But even at the time when you're when you're allowed to eat it, even at the time when you're not allowed to eat it, after this man, still you're allowed to have hana'ah from this bread, because we're talking about special bread that was burnt already. Now, when we say it was burnt, it means it was burnt enough that it's not edible for humans. But just because it's not edible for humans doesn't mean that it doesn't have a purpose. You could still use it as fuel for a fire. Bread lights, and you could warm yourself by the fire. So, since this was burnt and it's not a food anymore, you're allowed to use it even after the time when you're not allowed to eat it anymore. Therefore, when we said mutar we're telling you mutar even after the time. Avadis bana, once the time passed. Asur bana, you're not allowed to have of course, you're not allowed to have once the time passed. If it was chametz, once the time passed, you can't have an'ah from it, that's obvious. Says the Gemara, 
l'shaot delavanav. The reason why we need to tell you this is you, we want to tell you that even though you're in the time where it's only asur midirabanan. For example, the Yisur Midoraitit Avana is only from the seventh hour of the day. From the sixth hour, you are allowed to have Anah Midoraita, only Midrabran. And we're telling you here that you even can't have Anah, even with Midrabran. Dabar of Gil, Amar of Chiyabar, so this is a huge Chilush. Amar of Yochran, name of Yochran. They both say, Hamikadesh, a guy who goes over to a girl with a bag of kake, $10 bag of kake, Meshesh Otama, and it's from the sixth hour on. Forget about the kake. Even if you have hard wheat that rarely becomes chametz, and therefore it's only safek chametz, or cactus, for sure chametz, for sure. And choshim l'kushav, if you marry a girl with it after the sixth hour of the day, where midoraita, you're allowed to have hana'ah, but midrabanan, you're not, we look at the girl and we say, you're not a married girl, go marry somebody else. Even though you would say, hey, this girl midoraita should be married. And why? Because midoraita, you're allowed to enjoy the chametz. And therefore the chametz that was given in Kiddushin has a value. It only chametz doesn't have a value when you're not allowed to sell it. But d- during the sixth hour, midoraita, you are allowed to sell it. Only midoraita, you're not allowed to sell it. Still, the rabbis say you're not and therefore we're telling you that we want to teach you that at the time of the rabbanan in the sixth hour, you're not allowed to have anah, and the kedushin that you marry a girl is not working. The Mishnah also said, lo yasikbo, you're not allowed to use it to light tanur v'kirayim, a tanur which is a. Oven v'kirayim is another type of oven. Pshita, of course, you can't use chametz to light an oven. That's called having hana. Why would I think you're allowed to light an oven? Lo tzricha. The Rebbe Yudah Amar and Rebbe Chametz El Serifa. According to Rebbe Yudah and the Mishnah, who holds that the only way the rabbis allow you to burn chametz is Serifa. So therefore, you might think that even though it's now past the time of Isur, it's let's say the eighth hour, and you're not allowed to have hana. But since you want me to burn it. Since you tell me I'm supposed to burn it now, since my what am I supposed to do with chametz now? A guy has pita in the eighth hour. If I ask the rabbi what to do with Behuda, he'll tell me, "Oh, burn it." So if you're telling me to burn it, so I'm doing a mitzvah by burning it. Then I'm doing a mitzvah by burning it. Maybe you should say I'm allowed to warm myself by the fire of the pita because I'm doing a mitzvah to burn it. Kamash Malan comes to teach you that since you're not supposed to have it now, you're not allowed to have any anah while it's burning either. Amar Chizkiah, Chizkiah says, now the Gemara wants to now clarify, what's the source that you are that you are not allowed to have hana'ah from Chabetz Pesach? You're not allowed to eat it, that's a pasuk. You're not allowed to have it in your possession, that's a pasuk. How do we know you're not allowed to have hana'ah from? Where does it say in the pasuk? Amar Chizkiah, so Chizkiah comes up with his opinion, and he says, he's a Tana, by the way, he says, means do not allow it to be eaten. You can't let it have a of achila. And therefore, you can't allow it to get eaten. And if you allow it to be around, it's going to cause that someone's going to eat it. Now, how does it cause that someone's going to eat it? Because if you take this 
bread and you sell it and you get $3 and you take the $3 and you use it to buy food, that usually to buy food is cause, it means you're eating with the chametz. And lo yachel does not allow you to eat with the chametz. Says the reason is the katav lachmana lo yachel chametz. According to Chizki, the reason is only because Pesukah says lo yachel. Halo katav lo yachel, but had the Pesukah that said lo yachel. And how I mean, I would have thought Yisur achel amashba. You're not allowed to eat it. Yisur achel lo mashba, but you are allowed to vana'a. That's what it sounds like according to Chizki. Upliga derabe abu. And if so, that means that Chizkiah is arguing with Rabbi Abu. Oh, why is he arguing with Rabbi Abu? Dabar Rabbi Abu, Koma kum shenehma lo yachel lo tochal lo tochlu. According to Rabbi Abu, anytime the Torah doesn't let you eat something, lo yachel lo tochal lo tochlu. Echad yisur echadav, echad yisur haram ashba. That sounds like whether it's eating or hanai can have. According to Rabbi Abu, if you see lo yachel about, about anything in the Torah, don't eat, it automatically means you can't have anah also. Unless stated otherwise. Unless the Bazook specifically allows you to have anah, that means you can't have anah. Just like we see by Nevelah, by, by, by Nevelah it says, you have to set, send it to the dog, to the dogs. By telling you to give it to the dogs, we're showing you a lot of anah. It sounds like from here that in any place we don't tell you to give it to the dogs, you can't have anah. And therefore by Pesach, you don't need the word lo yachil to teach you that. How do we know? Netanya, we learned in a bright. Uh, rather, give it to a ger. A ger, by the way, is a Jew, is a goy who converted or agrees not to do. Not do To a ger, you should give it to him and he'll eat it. Or you can sell it to a goy. And then the Tina, we only learn from here that you're allowed to give it to a ger. You could sell it to a goy. How do we know the the, the reverse? If I want to sell it to a ger, how do we know that's okay? If you read it with a comma afterward, and you comment there, it sounds like you could do either to the ger. How do you know you're it? If I want to give it to a goy, that's okay. We said to sell it. How do we know you're allowed to give it to a goy? If you put the comma before Titanena, then it reads all together. Titanena Vokla, you could give it or or feed it or sell it to a goy. Then Setabir comes out, Echad Goy Vokhanachi, it comes out after all this, that whether it's a goy or a ger, you could do it either way according to a mayor. According to a he disagrees with a mayor and he says you follow the literal interpretation. Rather, you can only give it to a ger. And to a goy, you have to sell it. My time is that. Why would he say that specific? Why wouldn't he agree with Rabbi Meir? Says If you want to hold like a mayor, that you can do either way. Or, Lamali, why would you put the word or? The word or breaks it up. You could have written it. Give it or, 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 and eat it. It's coming to teach you that you have to do it specifically that way, which is to give it to a goy, give it to a ger, and sell it to a goy. What does Rameer do with this problem? We have a problem of extra word oi. Oh. He says, 
It's coming to teach you that it's better if you have a choice, it's better to give it to a ger than to sell it to a goy. Why is it better to give it to a ger? Because you're doing mitzvah. Rebidas, or as Rebidas, what does he do this? That's a good reason. The all comes to teach you that it's more important to give it to the ger. Rebidas says, I don't need you that to tell me that. I know that anyway. I don't need to pasuk for that. Since by a ger, you're obligated to take care of him and to make him live. It's not your job to make sure the nochri is living. Therefore, I don't need a pasuk to tell me that I have to do the ger first. It's logical. We're going to end over here with the word Bishlam and Amir. Baruch Adran Amen Amen.